Hi, welcome to James Miller Lifeology, where you learn to simplify and transform your spirit, mind, and body. My name is James Miller. I'm a licensed psychotherapist and a composer. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Let's get started. If you're anything like me, your health is very important to you. I know you listen to the show for tips to simplify and transform your spirit, mind, and body. Well, I have some great news for you. James Miller Lifeology has partnered with BioOptimizers Nutrition. As an avid nutrition and exercise enthusiast, I thought I knew a lot. But after taking a 12-week health course BioOptimizers offers and implementing their supplements, I noticed a huge difference in my energy and my digestive tract. Since you're a listener of Lifeology Radio, BioOptimizers is offering you the same 12-week course absolutely free. Go to jamesmillerlifeology.com forward slash supplements to take this free course. Here is a sample of what you'd learn. How to get 70% more energy in 30 seconds or less. The ultimate key to high performance, health, and longevity. How to turn the tide against uncontrollable food cravings. How to select the most powerful supplements for you. How to stay lean and trim without sacrifice. The simplest and fastest way to detoxification and great skin. And much, much more. To get access to this awesome health course, simply go to jamesmillerlifeology.com forward slash supplements and sign up today. Once again, visit jamesmillerlifeology.com forward slash supplements or simply go to jamesmillerlifeology.com. I have a great show for you today. I'm going to help you change the lives of your community. I'll also be interviewing Ulrich Kellerer, who left his lucrative fashion career to give back to others. For more information about Ulrich, please visit Ulrich-Kellerer.com. That's U-L-R-I-C-H-K-E-L-L-E-R-E-R.com. I have some exciting news. Did you know that I'm on the radio three times a week? You may hear me on the same station on Tuesdays at 1.30 p.m., Fridays at 9.30 a.m., and Saturdays at 12.30 p.m. You may also hear me anytime on iHeartRadio as well as on all the other major podcasting platforms, including iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and many others. Simply search for the show name, James Miller Lifeology. Are you struggling today to find your purpose? Has mediocrity set in and you can't imagine doing the same thing for the rest of your life? Are your relationships struggling or you aren't sure how to make long lasting changes in your life? Then today, contact me, James Miller. I will help you recognize the areas in your life that are going really well. And then we'll look at the areas in which you are struggling. We will create actionable solutions to help you create long lasting changes in your life. You don't have to do this alone. Go to my website, jamesmillerlifeology.com and click on the page, work with James. Fill out the form and it will be sent directly to me. Don't let another day go by without finding your way. Your change can start today. Once again, go to my website, jamesmillerlifeology.com and click on the page, work with James. Fill out that form to get started today. Giving back to your community. If we think back on our day, I'm sure there's one person or one situation that really stood out to you. And unfortunately, sometimes those situations cause us to have negative emotions. But if we took some time to think about it, more than likely, we could think of one person or one situation that really moved us, that we were grateful for. Sometimes it can be the smallest thing, a simple smile, or someone giving us a compliment. Those actions stick with us throughout the day. How often do you compliment the people around you? How often do you acknowledge them? Sometimes we're so involved in our electronics that we forget or simply aren't aware of the people around us. I've worked with so many people who tell me, James, I don't have time to do this, or I don't have time to do that. The reality is, most of the time, we are not as efficient with our time as we could be. And of course, that's no judgment on anybody because we all have really productive days and sometimes not so productive days. When you're aware of the people around you and your goal is to inspire them, to enlighten them, to help them feel better about themselves, you'll find that your own life starts to change. You'll find that after you give someone a compliment or open the door for them, you'll find that you will also start to feel better. That's probably one of the best remedies I could give you 
is if you're struggling today, give back to your community. Smile at someone. Tell them that you appreciate their hard work. And the more often you do that, you'll realize that that's something you want to do more of. And the more often you do that, your personal life will start to grow and develop. Did you know that the people who truly are altruistic, in other words, give to others without expecting anything in return, are known to live longer? That's because your body secretes certain neurotransmitters, in other words, chemicals in your brain that help you live longer. Now, there's a whole research behind that, but I said that in a very basic way, just so you have some ideas that when you give back to others in a loving, benevolent way, think of karma, you get good karma back and it helps you live longer. My guest today, Ulrich Kellerer, recommends that you give at least an hour of your week to do something for your community. The reality is an hour is not that long. So today, think about that. What can you do? There's so many individuals out there who are lonely, who are brokenhearted, who don't have anybody to help them or don't have anybody to talk to. I would suggest you look in your local communities, perhaps to see if there are volunteer boards in the newspapers, online volunteer posts, or maybe even at your place of worship or church. The more often you give back to others, the more it spreads to your community. And your community can then spread to your state, to your province, to your country, and pretty soon it could be a global movement. You have no idea how one word or one action can spark a movement. Give back to your community today. Did you know I have a YouTube channel? That's actually how Lifeology started. I have well over 155 episodes that I've created specifically for you. I do know that many people struggle with listening to a full 30-minute show. So these episodes are about three minutes long. Each episode will give you a practical tool or technique that you can practice daily to help you simplify and transform your spirit, mind, and body. Simply go to my website, jamesmillerlifeology.com, or go to YouTube and search for my name, James Miller Lifeology. Storytelling is not the career change you would expect from a German fashion expert, but my guest, Ulrich Kellerer, found a new life purpose after creating a reading group at his mother's nursing home. He's here today to share his personal story of overcoming extensive loss and how he found his path towards peace. Welcome to my show, Ulrich. Hello, James. Thank you for having me. Yes, this is such a pleasure. From where are you calling us today? I'm calling from Munich, uh, the south part of Germany. Well, thank you for joining with us. I know it's later there in the day for you, so thanks for taking time out of your busy schedule to join with us. You have a fantastic story. I say fantastic not to minimize all the things you went through, but such an inspirational story that I'm really, really looking forward to hearing more about it. You, from the age of four, you were, I believe I was four years old, you were told that you wouldn't live past the age of 40. Is that correct? Yeah, I have a, a near-death experience. When I was 16 years old, mm-hmm. I was going to school and I got colics. So I was mm-hmm. really crawling on the floor. They brought me oh, to gosh. the emergency and in the emergency, they found out this is pancreas. So I fell into coma and I had this wonderful near-death experience where I really heard music I never heard before, where I saw colors which not exist wow. on earth. And there was this special door and the uh, voice was calling me and said, do you want to go through the door or you want to step back to life? And I immediately knew this must be God, but uh, I think this could be the best going through the door. But I was 16 and I wanted to tell the stories. So I decided to come back to life. And yeah, uh, I told the story later on. It was my best experience for the doctors. It was a miracle because they just told my mother to prepare everything for the funeral because the, the pancreas is the only organ which eats itself up. And so, I mean, for me, it was a miracle too, but I survived and later on, 
on, I had also dreams into this coma, and they all became real. The dreamt about uh, accidents and deaths from other people, and you can imagine, James, after a while, that people step back from you and say, "Don't of dream course. about that." So I wanted to have a normal life, and so I hide it in my fashion business. Wow, that is amazing. I actually had no idea that's something that I, I didn't realize that you had that that experience as a little boy of, of being asked, do you want to go through the door or not? You know, even today, do you ever think about that and say, gosh, I really wish I would have went through that door? Yeah, for me, I met, uh, when I was at a seminar, I met an American lady and she said to me, oh, Ulrich, uh, you should really come to the other world because they need you. And I said, what? Do you still have problems in the other world? And I said, yeah, more than you expect. And there was also another lady. She hugged me and she was crying like tears. And she said to me, you changed my life. And I said, what did I do? And she said, my, my son was also in coma and he died and I hated since then God and said he took my son away and now you told me that even in the very last moment you have really the decision to make whether you want to survive and to live or to die and said this was my experience I cannot say it for everybody but for me since then I don't have any uh, worries about dying the only uh, thing I'm afraid of is the way of dying but Mm, uh, I, I know that we all will go in a better thing Yes. Wow. Well, that's, that's fantastic. Thank you for sharing that. And then when you were just yourself, you, you had those dreams about people passing away. Were any of those related to your family dying as well? I know that you had extensive loss in your family. Yeah, I, I dreamt exactly the, the kind of death of my father because he had a, a throat cancer. And I saw him in the dream. He had a, a, a white suit on, and he was walking in like in the butchery. And then uh, this uh, thing was cutting out uh, on, on on the throat, and he had this hole. And that was so shocking for me. And only a short time later, he was uh, suffering under throat cancer. Oh my gosh! Wow! All these prophetic dreams, sure. Yeah, another dream I had from my really second best friend. I dreamt that we was out with uh, our group of people and he was in the wood and there was a, a barn and the barn was burning. And uh, the doctor said to me, he will have uh, operations which cost more than millions of dollars. And really, uh, he was once when we really went to the woods, he uh, went on a, on a wagon and there was electricity and he came to the electricity and and he was in hospital more than three years and uh, more than 80% was burned of his body. But he's still my friend. He survived because he was 17 at that time. And he is now an artist and he's a painter. And he always told me, hey, I knew that I don't have a normal life. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. He's electrocuted. Wow. That's really, that gets so scary. You know, nowadays, and obviously we're not going to, there's, we'll switch into the, the amazing things that are happening in your life. But, you know, nowadays, I shouldn't even say nowadays, anytime in our life, something tragic can happen and we just don't know it so it's so good to come from a place of gratitude that every moment we have is a gift and we obviously we we all forget about that at times but it is so important to remember that that every single opportunity we have to breathe is a gift that we should not squander 
You're absolutely right. So as I said before, I had four losses in my own family, and this made me thinking because I lost my twin brother when he was 27. I lost my father. Uh, he was 52. I was 18. I lost my big brother six years ago. I lost my mother uh, recently, some years ago. So I was thinking and said, hey, there must be a reason why I'm still here. Mm -hmm. And for me, it's really time to giving back. And this, uh, when I really invented this one-hour reading in a nursing home as a volunteer, it was a selfish reason in the beginning because my mother was claiming for a single room which is hard to get in Germany mm -hmm. but then I invented this group and said oh my biggest dream when I was young is I want to write a book but who should listen to me mm -hmm. and you know James they're mostly handicapped in the wheelchair they have to listen to me this is <laughs> just a joke but I have to bring them That's I have to hysterical. take them and my mother was in the group in the beginning was hard because she was my biggest critic Ulrich read louder speak more clearly take a glass of water who's a nice lady she's my mother but I improved and sure. finally she got the single room and my mission was done but then it transformed me really because if people wait for you 30 minutes before the event is starting and telling you in the end of their life this is the best hour of the week mm. James something must be wrong if this is the best hour and I'm doing this now with my wife together more than four and a half years every Monday and there happened also a miracle which I found out lately uh, I had um, we have an average loss in this nursing home, one person uh, per week. So we had 51 losses in 52 weeks. And we had this holy mass in November. And I saw back, my mother was gone and four more people were gone. But since more than two years, nobody died anymore in my group. And the oldest really? one is the oldest lady in Munich. She's 108 years old. Oh, my gosh. They have now, they have now a group. They have a rule. You cannot sit here, James. This is Dr. Hahn. You cannot sit here. It's Miss Kramer. They show up, they dress up. And now, even the 30 minutes before they went, they talk to each other. And this is, I always say, this is the real group, not a Facebook group. Sure. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. I mean, that must feel so good for you as well. I mean, it is funny that you started, I guess, in a, in a quote, selfish way. But to see the transformation or how you're transforming the lives of these elderly people as they hear this, the stories and they're excited about it. The fact that they even dress up, they're now engaged. I mean, that that really shows that they are finding a purpose for that week uh, beyond perhaps their everyday life. It never stops, you know. They're, they're just handicapped. That's okay. They're in a wheelchair, but they're smart. They're very educated. You know, they're 108, so two world wars. And, you know, yeah, they, they all know they're never coming back in an apartment. So they're the real deal. They are really honest and they're not lying anymore. Not like my fashion business where they say, hey, you look great and your collection love it. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, they, they really wait for you. I'm the entertainer. And, I mean, they, they told me their stories and I wanted to write first at the book one hour we can change your life then i changed the title to one moment can change your life mm. because i suppose that even young people like you have a uh, defining moment where you maybe uh, uh, meet the wife of your life on, mm. on the train station or yeah. you, you get a job offer or go to foreign country so we have uh, all defining moments and i what i say the concept behind this is awareness because it starts with awareness then you have to take action and we have to understand Understand that every moment is precious because it's not coming back. And what you said before, mm -hmm. we should have an attitude of gratitude. Yes. Yes, exactly. I, I think that's, that's something I think we all can be more mindful of, regardless of where you are in the world, regardless of where you are in life, the, the, the action of gratitude, just simply being grateful. Because, you know, you flip the coin. If, if you bring a coin to your eye, if you're focused on the, all the negative things in your life, well, that's all you're going to see. But if you flip the coin the opposite way, 
and come from a place of gratitude, the things that you thought you didn't have really don't matter because what you do have and what you're grateful for brings a sense of contentment within yourself. Yeah, I always said to my young people, I said, what's your part? What are you doing? What's your contribution to the world? I mean, we always see and compare, even in the fashion, what we don't have. The neighbor has a bigger car. He mm. was going to Bali. He's doing this. He's doing that. But if he's having tomorrow two more, you don't want to, to change with him. So, I mean, we should be grateful for what we have, not always looking what I'm not here. Do I really need a bigger car? Do I really uh, can eat more than three times a day? So, I mean, we should really be thankful for the things we have and i mean if uh, we have some decades of a good life we should give back and we can exactly. all do one hour a week this is what i highly recommend and people tell me often my friend oh i cannot go to the nursing home and i uh, don't like uh, these people we have kindergarten we yes, have homes always we have, something we have refugees we have you see now the wildfire in california there's always something to do Yesterday, I made some donation for a radio uh, channel, which is called Paradise. I always was listening to this channel. I didn't know that this Paradise channel is the, the really the, the city of Paradise, which is burned down totally. I didn't know oh it. Oh, my gosh. I, just, I didn't know that either. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean... Be aware and do something and do, it can be just to, you see your neighbor needs you. She's bringing the grocery and uh, walks up the stairs. Help her. Do something. Be aware. Mm -hmm. Don't look always in your back box, in your cell phone. And don't be always distracted by, oh, I have to check my 700 emails. We all have <laughs> a lot of emails, but yes. I mean, we have the biggest skill of humankind is the, the ability to communicate. Talk to yes. us, listen to us. So this is a big thing. I wanted to, yeah, I agree with you 100%. I wanted to go back and talk to you because you said when you were struggling with all of the, 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 the pain and the loss you experienced and then you lost your world, you lost yourself in the fashion world. What happened that you started to pull yourself out of it to realize perhaps you're as successful as you were in the fashion world, there was something greater for you? Was there a specific defining moment? The defining moment was, uh, yes, my mother felt in her apartment uh, five years ago and she had to have an emergency operation. The operation failed. She was paralyzed afterwards. So they tried on a nearly 85-year-old lady, nine first a senseless operation. And then uh, there was no hope to come back in her apartment. She had to find uh, a nursing home. And the problem was she was claiming every second day for a single room, which is hard to get. You mm -hmm. never waiting this for two years in Germany, oh somebody has to die. So I said, hey, I was a salesperson all my life. So I worked on every event, summer, Oktoberfest, spring, Christmas, and carnival, and I served 200 people, bring you the coffee, take the coffee, clean the glass, and she was so upset. Hey, Ulrich, you're a manager, it's not your job. And then I said, what was the biggest dream? And then I invented this reading uh, group because I said, I read myself minimum 40 to 70 pages every day, and now I have an audience, and I can read stories. And so I invented this, and then I asked these people, hey, do you have a story where you want to contribute in my new book? I said, oh, Ulrich, we had only sad stories. We saw the World War and blah, blah, blah. I said, no. Didn't, haven't you been young too? And wasn't you also fell, fall in love once? And then uh, I don't tell this story in the group. You have to interview me in my room. <laughs> so I came to the room and yeah, so that was, that, 
everybody wants to have a little bit uh, of attention and it doesn't mm -hmm. end even if you're 100 i mean they're still looking at the uh, at the clothes of my wife and they still look how we behave and then we sent them for the first time postcards from new york and at that time the 107 year old lady said to us thank you for the postcard oh, i said yeah it's okay and she said this was the first postcard in my life. Can you imagine? Oh, this? wow. I mean, they oh have it gosh. now in the room. They have it on the wheelchair. This is a small thing, but it shows just that we were thinking of them if I'm not there. But mostly of the time I'm there, I would say 48 uh, times a year I'm reading. And the last time was so funny. There was the 96-year-old, and I was on a seminar in Vienna for speaking. And then she said, but till the end of the year, Mr. Keller, you, you're still reading. There's no vacation anymore. I said, uh, do, do you allow me that on Monday, on Christmas, it's a Monday, I sit on my Christmas tree with my family? <laughs> <laughs> that is funny. <laughs> I mean, I mean, They're demanding. Things. They really love it. That's great. Yeah. Small things can really lead to big things. We don't have to save the world. We cannot. Mm. But uh, as Nelson Mandela said, be the change you want to see, want in, the to see in the world. And Gandhi said it too. So, I mean, start with something small and make it bigger. Yes. That's great. So you found for yourself that when you made that change and you started that group, is that something that you want to continue to do more so? Or are you going to also have your, your, your fashion business as well? Or are you going to transition completely into be a, an inspirational speaker? I quit the fashion business in January this year after 20 years for, for a good brand called Closed in Germany. I uh, stopped it because uh, first of all, in the end, I did franchise. I had a lot of time for this, but I took care till the very end of my mother. And then the transformation was in full speed. So I changed myself to be an author and a speaker and said, yeah, if I can help people and motivate, inspire them and say, hey, even me, after four losses in the family, or even with my, uh, yeah, with my speaking, I'm not the best of the best. But if I started very late in my 50s, you can do it. Everybody can do it. I'm not a technical guy. But I mean, we have only one life. Yes. Think over what's really your dream and try it. And I had so many help in the United States from people like Jack Canfield. He, he really uh, gave me the foreword for my book. And I was co-authoring with him uh, his book. So of success i'm also a co-producer for his uh film um, soul of success so i met a lot of people That's i wouldn't wonderful. have met in the fashion business and they all have this attitude and say hey if you have a good life help others and it must not be money it's just that you give them time or you listen to them or what i'm doing in in this nursing home so the the nurses they really appreciate because they have one hour free where they can smoke a cigarette or drink, drink <laughs> so a coffee it's a win-win for everybody <laughs> now they're all down with mr camera now we have one hour but you, there's another thing james you realize it's again Sunday and the, the week was running and I'm not prepared. So I'm heading in my library and look for new stories. And there are some cynical friends who said, hey, Ulrich, you could read the same story from last year. Most of them have dementia or Alzheimer's or whatever. They will not uh, remember. I said, yes, you're totally right. But one will remember. That's me. Yes. And my challenge yes. is to be better every Monday. Mm -hmm. In my library, the cleaning woman was not in since two years because it's like a chaos <laughs> <laughs> that's funny <laughs> that's so funny
<laughs> what would be one of the biggest things you'd say uh, that you tell my listeners today? Because I, I know you talked about just being able to give back an hour of your time. What would you say would be another really good takeaway for them as we, as we start to wrap up the show? I mean, uh, if your listeners start volunteering somewhere, you always have to know, you always can stop tomorrow. You can say, hey, I'm so rich and famous now, I'm in Hollywood, whatever. And you can stop it. But I really promise you, listeners, you won't stop because it gives you much more back than you are giving it's only one hour it's one hour uh, do something and uh, do something for your society where we live in in your neighborhood somewhere do something and it will change you and it makes you a different person because you know in my superficial uh, fashion industry yeah okay we look good and we have fancy cars and we look outside but the real meaning is in the inside and you come back to what's really uh, is your inner voice will tell you what's right for you and try it out just uh, be bold a little bit and try something out and be open with your eyes and, and look what are the others struggling and not only be always so, oh, it's only me and uh, my next location and everything. So we should be what we are meant to be. We should be human. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for being a guest on my show today. It was, I've enjoyed hearing your story and hearing all the wonderful things that you're doing. If my listeners would like to find out more information about you and all the amazing things you're doing, where would they find this information online? They can go to my homepage, which is called ulrich-kellera.com. I spell it U-L-R-I-C-H-Kellera, K-E-L-L-E-R-E-R.com. Excellent. Well, thank you so much for being a guest on my show today. I really did appreciate your time. Thank you, James, for having me. All the best to your listeners and to your show. Thank you. I also want to thank you, the listener, for tuning in today. Please subscribe to this radio show through whichever portal you joined with us today, or please go to my website where you may sign up for my free newsletter, watch my YouTube episodes, read the articles I've written specifically for you, or you may enroll in the Lifeology Academy where you can take self-directed courses which will help you simplify and transform your spirit, mind, and body. If you'd like to personally work with me, be a guest on or advertise on this show, simply visit jamesmillerlifeology.com. Be sure to follow me on all social media platforms under the name James Miller Lifeology, except for Twitter, which is James M. Lifeology. Once again, thank you so much for your support, and I'll talk to you soon.